Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unlocking the Potential of Assessments, the show that delves into creating, delivering, and reporting on valid and reliable assessments. In each episode, we chat with assessment luminaries, subject matter experts, influencers, and customers to discover and examine the latest in best practice guidance for all things assessment. I'm your host, John Kleeman, founder of Question Mark and EVP of Industry Relations and Business Development at Lonosity, the assessment technology company. Today, we're really pleased to welcome Suzanne Hayab, who is SAP Certification Product Owner. Suzanne studied at the University of Heidelberg in Computational Linguistics and German, and she started working at SAP and has been working for a long time as a project manager in areas of education and learning, including in certification at SAP. And she's now the SAP Certification Product Owner, responsible for a large part of the SAP Certification Program. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you for being here. Hi, John. So tell us how you got into assessment. Well, I studied at university the computational science uh, topic. My focus was really uh, uh, how people are um, um, behaving in software applications. And one of my focuses there was e-learning applications. And when I then uh, took that to SAP... I started there as a student uh, focusing exactly on how to create and, and plan, create e-learnings. Yeah? And from there, it was an easy step then to assessments because sometimes e-learnings are part of assessments, sometimes uh, 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 assessments are separate. And then I uh, joined uh, uh, with my first real job, so to say, SAP as a project manager and became then the project manager for the uh, certification transformation topic. Yeah. At that time, the the transformation program of SAP was a little bit outdated and it was some need to really transform that program into a more modern program. And that was when I then started there being the project manager to support the transformation. And that was the point where I started then to dig deeper into the topic of certification and assessments and and what is the difference of a proctored exam versus a non-proctored and and all these topics. That was my first touch. And how long have you worked at SAP? Uh, I said I started as a student already, but officially uh, I think I started 2014. So a long time since then already. Sure. And, and I imagine many of our listeners will know a lot about SAP, but you want to just tell them a little bit about what SAP does and what kind of software uh, yeah, you make? Yeah, of course. So SAP is one of the world's leading uh, uh, software companies that is producing software for uh, software management of business processes mainly. Yeah, So it's developing software, facilitating effective data processes and, and obviously also information flows across organizations across different solutions yeah, um, and ensuring that at the end you have a great uh, business process in your company and, and SAP is the one that's supporting this great business processes with software. Yeah. And do you work in the SAP big offices in mm-hmm. Waldorf or at home? Uh, or? Yeah, so due to COVID, I'm at home at the moment. So you see my background is uh, at home. That's not the official <laughs> SAP office background. Um, <laughs> yeah, We now started to open up our offices again. So I'm part Partially in the office in Waldorf and, and partially uh, I'm at home. No, I, I'm in a similar, similar boat. We, we I used to work in the office every day, but uh, when the pandemic came, I now work in my attic room at home and that, that may continue. So I hear SAP a really good employer and very good to work for. Do, do you enjoy working Definitely, with them? Absolutely. Uh, especially during COVID, they, they took a, lo- a lot of care about their employees, ensuring everybody is fine. And um, yeah, they really did some great initiatives um, um, to help us to overcome that situation because it was a kind of shock, I think, for everybody yeah, from 
being in the office and, and then uh, the shutdown came, everybody was at home really from one day to another. Yeah? Uh, and yeah, it was great there. And in general, it's a fantastic uh, place to work, definitely. So I really like SAP as an employer. Good. So tell us about the SAP certification program. Mm -hmm. So the program itself was founded in 1996. So I said it's a program that is really well established. Yeah. Uh, the goal is that we want to, with that program, we want to certify consultants, developers, individuals that are using, developing, selling SAP software. Yeah? So the program is focusing really much on the individual consultant or the individual developer or salesperson that uh, has some interest in, in uh, yeah, working with our software. The program uh, is transformed a little bit, like I already said, so from being a purely on-site program that was taking place in our training centers to becoming something that is now, I would say, 99% uh, taking place remotely which means that we have uh, the possibility that after you have enabled yourself, you can book a slot, uh, you have to install uh, the software, and then you can do the exam from home or anywhere you, you want, where you want to, as long as you have an internet connection. <laughs> That's the only requirement mm -hmm. that we have. Yeah? Um, we offer the exams uh, with focus on our SAP solutions, of course, of our products, but we also now started to add exams, for example, like uh, for activate methodologies or for methodologies like Signavio products or so. So it's not, it's transforming at the moment a little bit, going away from the pure product focus, really more to a skill oriented focus yeah? uh, to ensure that we also from an end to end perspective, show the full range of SAP's uh, offerings in our certification portfolio. I can talk a little about a little bit about our leveling. So we have uh, usually we start with the associate level. That's the first level that you can get where you have to do a proctored exam. Yeah? And then we have the specialist level that uh, we offer for topics that are very often, for example, in the world of hybrid, we often have a topic that is so specialized that we say for this one, we are not doing a full associate, but we offer in addition to an associate, a specialist certification. And then the, the highest uh, level that you can reach is the professional certification which requires uh, some really uh, expertise in the product uh, uh, to pass that. How many different exams are there? Uh, yeah, at the moment. Um, sounds like quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, at the moment, it's about 150 different exams. Not all of them are for one solution. So, for example, we sometimes have for on-demand solutions three different releases live, like, for example, for S4HANA, you can take the the... 2020 release or you can take the 2021 release or the 2022 release so sometimes there is for one product three or two exams available but overall the sum at the moment is around 150 exams and how many languages are they available in they are available in up to nine languages but here we really have to say that for example um for the cloud products, we often only offer this in English language, simply due to the fact that translation takes uh, some time. And especially the cloud uh, products, we have so short software cycle releases of three months that it doesn't make sense to re uh, translate them. Yeah? Because you, translation would take up to one month, which 
uh, yeah, is then narrowing down the period in which a candidate can take that exam to two months only. So we said for cloud, we are only offering in English. And for the on-demand solutions, we offer uh, very often in where we have the, the, the highest business needs. So for example, when we see that a topic is very, very uh, prominent in Asia, then we are translating into Japanese, Korean and Chinese. When we see a, a need for, a, a, for example, for French offering, we do that or Spanish. Yeah. So it's always depending. It's very rare that we translate one exam in all nine languages. Yeah. Um, but usually we have for the on-demand solutions, usually we, we do translate, uh, especially for the Asian market. And what's the key benefit to SAP from the certification program? And it must be a huge amount of effort to maintain all these exams and, mm -hmm. and everything. What was the business value? So what we want to do with this uh, SAP certification program is we really want to raise the quality of SAP projects going on in the world. So, we, you know, we are working with partners and these partners are then uh, uh, selling or implementing SAP software at the customer side. And what we want to do is we really want to ensure that these projects are running as efficient and as good as possible. And SAP certification is one element of this. So we ask our partners that in every SAP project, there needs to be a, a certified consultant uh, that should really then ensure a certain level of quality of these projects. Uh. And we see that also with our statistics, we see that so that uh, projects where certified consultants are in running with a uh, much faster speed, with much lesser escalations. So it's really uh, a proof of quality to ensure that people that have done a certification are running the projects and that you don't have people in a project that uh, yeah are not up to date with the software and don't know the software. And yeah, so that's one critical element of our partner program, at least. Yeah. So, so basically, the key reason why you do the certification program is to get better quality implementation and projects of SAP software, and you've got data and statistics which which show that. Yeah, exactly. Exciting, exciting. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of uh, a lot a lot of people think that sometimes certifications are just to get revenue or encourage market share or something, but I think the successful projects is a very very compelling compelling yeah. reason. It is. It's one of the biggest benefits for a company to think about getting their employees certified. Yeah, for the individual itself, of course, there are other benefits. Yeah, if I'm an individual and I'm holding a certification, uh, I have other benefits. Like, for example, that my standing is a little bit better. I have more arguments when I want to, uh, yeah, uh, attract my customers, so to say. Yeah, uh, it's definitely then a little bit other reasons, but. Uh, the main reason we have is really that we want to have on the one side the, the partners who are uh, uh, um, selling and developing SAP software, but also the individuals to be up to date with our software and, and really understand uh, the latest features and functions of the software. And, and you, we prove that with SAP certification. Mm. And what's your job role? What specifically do you do? So I'm now the, the as you uh, introduced me, I'm the product owner of SAP certification, which means I'm overseeing the roadmap. So everything that we want to do with that program, every strategic move we are doing is uh, part of my roadmap. Uh, I'm also responsible for um, checking the market and, and finding out what are trends in the certification world and how to adapt that into our program. 
And I'm, of course, pretty much uh, in, in close relationship with our portfolio team who is producing exams with our operations and, and yeah, trying to be the point of contact for everybody and everybody within SAP, but of course, also everybody without uh, outside SAP when it comes to certification. And what does success look like? What is a good day, week, year for you? Yeah, we just had a good day. Uh, for example, one big success we have is uh, just this week, we launched on our new learning platform, uh, learningsap.com, a new entry point to certification. That was something that was uh, on our strategy a long time already, but uh, today's the day where this goes live. And the idea is that when you are on learning subcom and you go through learning journeys, that you have now the possibility as an entry point into certification that you get for the so-called uh, foundational beginner learning journeys, a record of achievement. And this is something new because in the past you didn't got that. You, you, the first thing you got that you could share outside of uh, your, uh, with LinkedIn or with uh, uh, Facebook was the certification. And now as a uh, first motivation, so to say, um, you get when you go through a learning journey and, and, and you, have, you pass the beginner path, you get what we call record of achievement that will then guide you and motivate you to uh, take the next steps and really do the SAP certification. So that was uh, just one great success <laughs> that we just launched. Yeah? And I'm very happy for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And I know SAP is a hugely global company working in almost every country in the world. Uh, how do you deal with this, these international challenges? We talked a little bit about translating exams, uh, but you also offer the training material in the different languages. And how do you get people up to speed in, in different countries? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a challenge. So for the training materials, we use machine translation. Um, to ensure that we are uh, offering also these nine languages as fast as possible, uh, because not only our exams changing quite often, also, of course, our training materials. Yeah? So with every new software release, uh, the training materials need to be adapted, the exams need to be adapted. And for the tra training materials, we are using machine translation to do that. Um, really to ensure we are doing with the highest speed offering in the language that the learner is used to. Yeah, we don't want the learner to have the necessity to switch between languages that you start learning in your, your native language and then you have to continue in English and then you switch to your native language again. Ideally, you can do that uh, learning experience in one language through. But um, yeah, that's a big challenge, definitely, yeah. and it needs some logistics to do so. And I know that there's just been an innovation. In fact, it was a joint uh, SAP and question mark innovation about uh, using computer translation in exams. Do you want to talk through the, the problem there and what the innovation was? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and that was a great innovation. We had since years the problem that, for example, especially in the Asian market, um, we only offered the cloud uh, exams in English, like I just mentioned. Yeah, And the Asian market came back with a lot of feedback that for them, it is not that, no, it's not the most um, yeah, efficient learner experience because they learn in their uh, native languages because we offer the machine translation training materials in, in, for example, in Chinese. And then they have to take the exam in English because that's the only language we offer the exam in. And with that, uh, our uh, co-innovation here with the machine translation site offering or uh, help, 
um, it is now possible for them to take the exam, even if it's only uh, offered in English, to take the exam in English, but to use that machine translation uh, help to uh, uh, translate then the individual items or questions into Chinese. And that's a great help for them. And just to explain this to, to our listeners, essentially you get the questions that are presented in English or they could be potentially presented in another language. But if you want to uh, use computer translation to translate part of the text into another language, you just highlight the text and choose the language. You could choose Chinese or Arabic or a, a wide range of, of different languages. And it's not aimed mm-hmm. at somebody who doesn't speak English at all, but it's aimed at somebody who has a maybe a working knowledge of English but wants to take a particular phrase and have it computer translated in, in their own language. And SAP in question mark just won the very prestigious ITCC Innovation Award, and congratulations! And mm. uh, that's very exciting. So I, I know that you you piloted this a little, little bit and got quite a lot of interesting research from candidates. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, and and that was a very good move to do to pilot it really with users and get feedback even before you implement, yeah, because that turned our implementation idea a little bit. Yeah, When we started, for example, we, we started with the idea of having a, a big split screen, Yeah, but then the feedback was that the big split screen is not what the ideal world is or, or what, what the user really wants. Yeah, And now we have a product that uh, is not working with the split screen that much anymore, but is really focusing on what's the original language and what's the translation then on the upper left. Yeah. And um, that was one uh, innovation that we only did because we got that feedback back. Yeah? Another thing was to really make sure before you start the exam that you're using now machine translation, yeah, and that this is not an official translated SAP exam, yeah. So we we introduced now a legal disclaimer for that to make sure um, when you're using the the what we call site help, yeah what counts is the English answer and the English exam. And you can only answer on the English side yeah, um, that this is the one that is really uh, the reliable result and that um, we are not in charge of everything that is happening on the on the machine translation, so to say. Yeah. Yeah, that was another lessons learned from the uh, feedback gathering mm-hmm. rounds with the uh, end users. But it still seems a very powerful thing with so many people even even in a country like Germany or England or America, there are a lot of people who are not native native speakers because they've come from different countries or, or whatever. And of course, globally, mm-hmm. there's a huge amount of languages spoken. So it feels like a real inclusivity benefit and diversity benefit that SAP are, are doing yeah. here. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. And I also have the feeling we're making the, the certification experience uh, a little bit fairer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to everybody yeah. who's not a native speaker at the end. Yeah, no, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. And we're offering this to other customers as well as part of our question mark on demand uh, uh, product. And I think it it is really fairer, which is really, really important. So so let's move on a little bit mm. to advice you might give to other people in certification and or how you see the future. Mm-hmm. So if another company, another IT company or whatever is setting up a certification program, can you give any sort of good practice advice or pitfalls to avoid? I think one thing is definitely um, you have to have a clear goal at the beginning. So what you, and when you ask what do you want to achieve with certification, I think it doesn't make sense to just uh, create exams when you don't know for whom and for which purpose you create them for. Yeah? So it should really be embedded in a kind, in a complete learning journey, in a, in a learning experience, what we say, yeah? so that you understand the role 
ex extremely well that you want to certify for, yeah, so that you work with maybe with personas and, and understand, okay, it's now, this exam is now focusing on, yeah, like we did proving that a developer is now able to go to projects or so. So you need a good, good uh, uh, understanding for what roles and for what use cases you're creating these exams for. Uh, and then in a second step, uh, I said I would really embed it in the complete training material creation process. Yeah? So I would not uh, separate it. So sometimes you see that companies have training departments that are creating training materials. And then aside from that, certification departments that are creating certifications. And this is something that we also had in the start. Yeah, but we see now really the big need. We have to bring these things together. And if I would start now from fresh, I would start that immediately and, and have the learning journey as one key result and not saying this is the training material and this is the certification, but what is the goal for the learner and, and what does the learner know in which stage and phases of his or her learning journey. So that's, I think, one big takeaway that I would recommend if I would start now from scratch a, train, a certification. That's program. interesting because I know there is a school of thought which suggests that uh, certification should be independent so that it checks the skills properly. But I, I think when you've got new software coming out all the time, it, it maybe doesn't make yeah. so much sense. And mm -hmm. any pitfalls that people should avoid and anything that mistakes that you could suggest other people don't make or? Yeah, maybe um, don't come up with too much exams. Yeah, really start uh, uh, small is I think one of the be best advices I can give. Yeah, Sp start small, pilot a lot. Yeah? gathering feedback for every exam we have out there. We are gathering feedback all the time with what we call a candidate survey. And that is a continuous source of information that really helps us also to, to make the program better and better and better. And we review that very uh, detailed every month. So that's another thing that we not did from the start, but that we are doing now. And that is very helpful. So that's also something that I would recommend. Yeah? Uh, if you're uh, an owner of a certification program, to do so yeah? and really work with a lot of candidate surveys, gathering feedback, and that provides a lot of insights and, and what the candidates that take your exams like and what they don't like. So listen listen to your audience uh, and things. And how, how do you mm -hmm. see things changing in the future, both at SAP and uh, generally in certification? So I think one big trend is that we have now in the whole certification IT industry is moving away from pure knowledge testing more to skill-oriented testing. Yeah? So like performance-based testing is, is a big keyword, I think, there. Yeah? Um, and that's definitely a trend for us as well, yeah? that we say maybe there's something beyond 80 question multiple choice tests. Yeah, Maybe there's a, a better way of really proving that somebody has the right skills and, and not only that that person has learned very well. Yeah. Um, the, so that's an area we are looking into pretty much at the moment and also how we can maybe embed uh, system exercises in our exams. Yeah. So these are all trends that we see that we want to adapt. Yeah? Other trends we are seeing we are looking into are, for example, using the functionalities of, of artificial intelligence or seeing what, what is happening there. Yeah, you can create 
fantastic things with that. But the problem that we have there at the moment is the scalability. Yeah, we'll, we're, we are a global company, so we need to offer exams that are working around the globe. So AI is something we are looking into, but I have the feeling it's a little bit too early at the moment Yeah, because we cannot really scale in a good way. Um, but these are other trends we are looking in. Another big trend we are following and, and which I personally think makes a lot of sense is that uh, certification is not just a, a one moment in life proof. Yeah, So that you not only do the exam one time and then you have that certification till the rest of your life, Yeah, but that you continuously grow with the software and that you stay up to date with the software. And this is where we introduced our Stay Current program. And this is definitely something that we continue uh, to evolve as well and, and that we are looking to extend to, to our bigger portfolio so that we can really say, okay, I do the certification with the associate certification. I prove that I'm ready to go to customers. But then while the software is releasing and releasing and, and changing, I also as a certified uh, professional need to stay uh, yeah, current with that software changes. No, as I think well. that's that is important. important, and I think we're seeing that trend elsewhere in the assessment industry. Uh, people are saying that one big bang assessment isn't the most sensible thing to do. It you want a series of different assessments over time, and that's more reliable in assessing somebody's competence over time, and also makes it much harder to commit test fraud because you, you've just got a series of exams, yeah. and it's just easier to know the material than to try and find some way of cheating. So I think we're seeing that in all all different kinds kinds of experience. So, I mean, looking forward sort of personally, what 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 things do you care about, about changing the SAP certification program? What, are, what do you want to achieve in the next year or two that might make a difference? Yeah, so now I just mentioned we have our own new learning platform, learningsap.com. And one big goal is that, of course, we want to bring and embed certification in there as much as possible, yeah? which means on the long term, the ideal vision is somebody is learning on, on learningsap.com. Uh, and then also scheduling the exam there and taking the exam there and, and staying current uh, on the exam there so that I have one embedded experience on SAP learning. And that's really one of our goals to, to achieve within the next one or two years. Yeah. I already also mentioned that we want to um, um, extend the idea of staying current to more exams Yeah, and really want to come up with a concept of staying current that is working not only for the cloud world, but also for the on-premise world and, and find a way to make it attractive and uh, uh, doable for certified consultants as well. Yeah, so that's the other big goal. So there's a lot on the agenda and a lot on the road. Suzanne, it's really good to talk with you and thank you for sharing with our listeners uh, some insights from, from SAP and I hope they're useful for takeaway for other people to do useful things for us. And thank you to our audience for listening to us today. We appreciate your support and don't forget if you've enjoyed this podcast, why not subscribe to it through your favourite listening platform. Also, please reach out to me directly at uh, johnandquestionmark.com with any questions, comments or if you'd like to keep the conversation going. You can also see lots more about the SAP set program on the SAP website. And you can uh, visit the website at questionmark.com to see our many best practice webinars we host monthly. Thanks again, and please tune in for another exciting podcast next month. Mm -hmm.